It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. Hey, and welcome to The Bright Side this week. This is Alexis Robin, and this week we're talking about managing expectations. This is one of the subjects that comes up year over year in my coaching conversations with managers and executives. And if you can get good at it, you will be disappointed far less, and you will set up your team and your direct reports and even your peers and and cross-functional teammates for success in working on collaborative projects. If we don't manage expectations, things can go sideways. We can overcommit by phrasing something the wrong way, or we can miss deadlines and hurt client relationships when we're not managing people's expectations in terms of of due dates and those kind of things. To do this well, you need to first get clear on what your expectations are. Think about the last person you hired. Did you lay out clear expectations before they started? If not, chances are they will disappoint you at some point because they never knew what they were supposed to be doing in the first place. Leaders that I talk to about this that struggle with managing expectations often don't do this on purpose. It's just that they are so clear in their head about what they want or what they're thinking that they don't even realize when they don't articulate it to someone. So in order to address this, I have some tips for managing expectations that will help you to lay things out in a way that will allow you to get clear on anything that you maybe missed or that you haven't thought about. So When you're transferring information to somebody, taking the time to really think it through before you tell them what you're wanting is helpful to highlight anything that might be missing. The first one is to define your expectations. So get really clear on what do I actually expect and write that down, get that somewhere. Be explicit, meaning say them out loud, clearly, or write them down somewhere. If you haven't defined your expectations in your head and you're just giving somebody a project to do, then chances are they may do it in a way that doesn't suit your needs or is not in the style that you needed or is not in the timeline. So define those expectations and be explicit. Then check for understanding. A lot of leaders don't check for understanding. They don't want to make people feel like they weren't listening or like they're incompetent. And so they just assume they've got it. And oftentimes the person listening assumes that they've got it. And so when you check for understanding, you can check for buy-in as well. One way to do that is to ask the person, is this the best way to approach this? So I might delegate something to somebody on my team and I might be explicit and I might, you know, write it down or check for understanding. And then I'm going to stop and say, so now that you know what I'm asking for, do you think this is the best approach or do you think this is the best way to do this? And when I do that, I allow space for that person to say, actually, I'm not so sure. I'm wondering if we could do it this way instead. That might save me a lot of time. 
or we already have this process over here. And so if we follow that same thing, people might be able to get on board more easily. Being able to check for buy-in is an important piece in terms of getting someone to, um, to really feel good about moving forward on what they're supposed to be doing. The next thing is do not skip the stuff you think is obvious. We often assume that everybody knows what we know. And if you're skipping things that are obvious, then chances are you might be really surprised. So make sure you say all the things and then ask the person if they have everything they need to meet those expectations, because sometimes we'll delegate and we don't ever stop to ask, do you have what you need to get this done? Do you have the support that you need? Do you have the infrastructure that you need? Do you have the headcount that you need? And if they don't, then those will be barriers to getting it done. Speaking of barriers, the next thing is to ask what potential obstacles do you see? And that will help you highlight right away, like what could get in their way? Well, I can see an obstacle of the fact that I don't have any blank space in my calendar this week. And so you're wanting this by Friday, but my days are booked already. Um, Okay, what do we need to think about getting off your calendar to make time for this? Or do we need to adjust the timeline? Finding out and highlighting what the potential obstacles are will really help you get in front of anything. And as a leader, if you're delegating to your direct reports, uh, help you understand how you can best support them by removing those obstacles. You also want to define a timeline if your expectations are time specific. You would not believe the amount of people who delegate something or give a task to someone and forget to say when they need it by. And then what happens a lot of times is that busy leaders will say, I need you to do this. And the direct report will receive that and think, oh, this is an emergent thing, or this is urgent. I have to take care of it right away. And then they feel a little bit resentful and having to drop everything and do that. And then when they come back to the leader, the leader says, oh, wow, that was fast. I didn't need it till the end of next week. Well, now this person has dropped everything. And so it's really important to define a timeline if there is one. And then to ask as well, like, is this timeline doable? Like, is it reasonable? Because we might set a timeline for Friday and to their point, they might be out of the office for two days. They might be out Wednesday, Thursday, and so they're not even back until Friday. So it's not realistic that it could get done by then. That gives you the choice to either give it to someone else or to change the date. And then finally, um, this is probably one of the most important things. Like if you remember nothing else on the list, if you just let the person know that they can come back and clarify if they think of a question or they need clarification after you laid out the expectations. This is important because it builds psychological safety. Now, research shows that our attention wanders something like every 11 to 12 seconds, which means that even if you are uber specific and you are very diligent about following all these steps and you give all the information, at some point, their mind might wander off onto some other project or something else that's going on and then come right back and miss something. And then they get into the work and they realize like, oh, I don't actually think I understand this piece of the project. So we want to be able to let people know that our door is open. You can come back. You can ask questions. My expectation is that you will think of something once you go back to your desk and realize that you didn't ask this or you you weren't clear on it once you get started. So when that happens, shoot me a Slack, 
send me an email, pick up the phone and call me, walk over to my office, depending on, you know, if you're working in person right now. So that will really help build that psychological safety. And then when they do come back as a leader, we have a large leadership wake. So if we do an eye roll or we kind of sigh when they come back, that's going to send a message that says it's not safe to come back and check in with me. Sometimes when I share this list with leaders, they will say to me like, wow, that seems like it's going to take a lot of time. And it does take a little bit of time on the front end to get your thoughts together and to really manage the expectations well and lay out what you need. However, it takes a lot more time if you don't do this well and somebody ends up working on a project, gets all the way done with it, and you realize that they did it the wrong way and it has to be started over, or it needs to be edited or updated. So you're better off putting a little extra time in in the beginning to ensure that your end result is good. And when people have to do things over, they often feel upset, defensive, resentful that they have to do something over again. And so it's really helpful to get this right from the beginning. And it is, um, I would say it's a responsibility as leaders that we are, we're doing this well. It's important that we're doing this well because we want to set people up for success. So if you find yourself waiting for someone in your life or work to do something, or if you find yourself irritated with an employee or a colleague for not fulfilling an expectation, check this list that I've just given you and see if you did all the steps. If not, try going back and asking them for some time to clarify your expectations. It's never too late to clarify and the sooner you do it, it's better than waiting till later. One last kind of bonus tip here on managing expectations is that if you end up sharing all the details with somebody who is not really a detail person and they're like, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. And they try to brush you off and they don't want all the details. It can help to say, this is as much for me as it is for you. So please indulge me. Um, I need to make sure that I'm telling you all the things so that I set you up for success. Um, and then that can often help soften the other person who's listening like, oh, okay, this is, this is also for you. This has been your bright side this week on managing expectations, how to do it well, what are some of the basic things you can kind of check on your, for yourself as you go through and delegate a task or try to manage expectations on a project. If you want more great insights and information, you can come to the P-Link Leadership website at plinkleadership.com. We have a positivity hub. Just got to scroll down on that homepage and you'll find it. That's got some free resources for you. There are many other Brightside episodes. So if you've enjoyed this one, please subscribe. Uh, We try to get it out every Monday for you. Just 10 quick minutes of leadership development and uh, leadership insights to help you drive your own development and accelerate positive change in your world and at your work. Thanks so much for your time and listening today. And I look forward to being with you again next week.